Today on the newscast, another strike in the shadow war at sea as an Iranian missile hits an Israeli ship. Plus, Saudi Arabia says Iran should never be allowed to acquire nuclear weapons. The Middle East never sleeps. Get all the breaking details coming up. Hey folks, Eric Stackelbeck here. Welcome to the Watchman Newscast. Yet another Iranian strike against an Israeli-owned ship in the Gulf of Oman. Yesterday, Tuesday, April 13th, the Israeli-owned vessel MV Hyperion Ray was struck by an Iranian missile as it was docked along the coast of the United Arab Emirates in the Gulf of Oman. Now, thankfully, there was no serious damage caused to this Israeli ship, no casualties, but the message was clearly sent and the timing was not coincidental. We've been telling you here over the past few days about Iran's vows of revenge against Israel for really a string of embarrassments over the past year or so, culminating in the attack this weekend on Iran's Natanz nuclear facility, a major blast there at their main nuclear facility, which shut it down, shut down the electrical system, shut down the backup electrical system, destroyed many advanced centrifuges, and essentially caused a blackout at this major Iranian nuke facility and took it offline. The Iranian regime immediately pointing the finger at Israel and again, vowing revenge so just two days after that major, major incident, which made international headlines, we see an Iranian missile launched at an Israeli-owned vessel. Now, two things to keep in mind here. This was the third such attack against an Israeli-owned vessel in the past two months alone. Rewind to late February, another Israeli vessel called the MV Helios Ray. An explosion occurred aboard this ship. It was a mine, apparently, planted by the Iranian regime. It ripped some holes into the hull of that ship. Thankfully, it did not sink, no casualties. And then we had, in late March, an attack against another Israeli vessel in the Gulf of Oman. Once again, this time, a missile was fired at the ship, much like yesterday, obviously. Again, no casualties, no major damage. That's all good, but folks, this is a troubling pattern now as this shadow war at sea that we've been telling you about here on the Watchman Newscast continues to unfold. One last thing to keep in mind, uh, when I think of Iran's coastline, its Persian Gulf coastline obviously sits across from the United Arab Emirates, Saudi Arabia, and Iran's Sunni Arab rivals, Iran has talked about underground missile cities. Their words, they call them missile cities. This is Iran's Revolutionary Guards Corps saying this, that apparently dot Iran's Persian Gulf coastline. Iran is very proud of these missile cities, and they have released videos giving an in-depth inside look at them. So you would think if you have a multitude of missiles dotting that coastline, that these ships at sea or in the Persian Gulf, in the Gulf of Oman, would be easy targets for those Iranian missile cities dotting the coastline. Just something to keep in mind here as Iran ramps up in this maritime shadow war that we have been seeing unfold. But we'll see if Iran continues to push the envelope because, again, there has been a series of incidents over the past few months that have 
absolutely left the Iranian regime with egg on their face. And you have to think that a regime filled with such bluster and so used to threatening the world and the region would want to save face and react sadly. So we will continue to monitor that for you. Uh, one more story that developed in the past 24 hours, Saudi Arabia. The Saudi foreign ministry actually released a statement saying that Iran should not be permitted to acquire nuclear weapons and that the international community should work together to prevent Iran from getting the bomb. Now, I think the trigger for this, no pun intended, for the Saudis to release this statement obviously was the Iranian announcement yesterday that now, in the wake of the Natanz attack, the Natanz blast, Iran is going to enrich uranium at a 60% clip. That's higher a higher level than Iran has ever enriched uranium. Obviously, you need to enrich uranium to develop a nuclear weapon. Iran also says it's going to install at least 1,000 new centrifuges at that Natanz site once it's back online. Centrifuges obviously enable, to you, uh, enable you to enrich uranium, which enable you to acquire the world's deadliest weapons, uh, nuclear weapons. So the Saudis, in the wake of that, obviously very troubling news, uh, the Saudis released this statement. Britain, France, and Germany also released a statement. Folks, this is all lining up very clearly. It's a sheep and goat nation type situation, I believe, where on one side you have Israel uh, and the Sunni Arab nations like Saudi Arabia, Bahrain, the United Arab Emirates, Jordan, Egypt, all standing largely with the West and standing against that Iranian axis, which includes, of course, Iran and its deadly proxies across the region, the Houthis in Yemen, Palestinian Islamic Jihad and Hamas in Gaza, of course Hezbollah in Lebanon, these Shia militias in Iraq and Syria, the Assad regime in Syria, which is basically a client now of the Iranian regime, and then you have Turkey working with that Iranian access when it suits them, and also working independently under Erdogan for its own nefarious aims, and Russia and China smiling kindly upon this Iranian axis. Now, I am a firm believer in what I call the Genesis 12-3 effect. In the book of Genesis, chapter 12, verse 3, God Almighty says to Abraham, I will bless those who bless Israel, and I will curse those who curse Israel. Folks, this has been borne out time and time again over the past 3,500 years Take it back to Pharaoh in Egypt, then the Philistines, the Assyrians, the Babylonians, the Romans, the Greeks, Haman and the mighty Persian Empire, the Nazis, the Ottomans, the Tsars. The list goes on and on of far-flung, really, empires, nations, and individuals who came against Israel, who persecuted Israel and the Jewish people. They all have one thing in common, all of them wound up in the ash heap of history, yet against all odds, Israel not only survives, it thrives. Only God. Hey, before we go, I just want to remind you of our sponsor for today's newscast, our good friends at Artsa, the unique subscription box bringing you Israeli-made products straight from the Holy Land. Go to artsabox.com, use the discount code WATCHMAN18, to get your 18% discount off your Arts of Box subscription. Folks, top-notch products, 
straight from Israel at a time, speaking of blessing Israel, Genesis 12, 3, at a time when Israeli small businesses have been very hard hit, they could really use the help. Artsabox.com, Watchman 18, check it out. Great offer, great product. Hey, thanks for joining us here today on the Watchman Newscast. Until tomorrow, God bless you. And remember, never hold your peace.